and welcome to this Speed Listen installment of the Six Gun Justice podcast, featuring everything you need to know about the Heartland series of collectible TV Western figurines in under 15 minutes, give or take. I'm Paul Bishop. My compadre Richard Prosh and I co-host the full-length episodes of the Six Gun Justice podcast, but ride solo for our own Speed Listen bonus installments. Founded in 1941, Heartland Plastics created a variety of products between the late 1940s and the mid-60s. Beginning with a line of plastic religious figurines, Heartland used mold-injected acetate plastic resin to create their figurines, then hand-paint them using an acetate-based paint. In 1958, Heartland became the first company to manufacture licensed sports figures. These highly detailed plastic representations of iconic Major League Baseball and later NFL football players remain highly sought after today, and there are a number of collector societies dedicated to all the minutiae surrounding their manufacture and history. However, what led Heartland to the licensing of professional sports figures, and of most interest to Western fans, was a company's string of Western horse and rider sets, and later lineup of gunfighter characters, which were introduced in 1952. These were licensed tie-in merchandising items linked to the hugely popular Western heroes from the golden age of the TV Western. Heartland continued to manufacture and release these wonderfully detailed and beautifully hand-painted figurines for a decade until the Western TV shows themselves faded from the network airwaves. To be clear, the name of the company is spelled H-A-R-T-L-A-N-D after Heartland, Wisconsin, the town where their business was originally established. Many people mistakenly believe the name is spelled H-E-A-R-T-L-A-N-D in reference to the Heartland of America, with which these nostalgic figures could easily be associated. There were some early generic Western Heartland characters, including their first horse known as the Large Western Champ, which was initially designed to stand over a clock before a generic cowboy rider was made to straddle the horse. Later, there were several variations of the anonymous cowboy astride champ, which are most easily distinguished from one another by the color of their shirts. While these nonspecific horse and rider sets sold well, Hartland quickly moved on from the generic to detailed 9-inch tall horse and rider sets, carefully sculpted to resemble recognizable historic characters, such as Davy Crockett, Buffalo Bill, Daniel Boone, and Jim Bowie on his horse Blaze. Also among the historical characters were several on the periphery of the Western genre. General George Washington riding his horse Ajax, General Robert E. Lee on Traveler, General George Custer astride Bugler, and Sergeant Lance O'Rourke, a fictional Mountie character on a nondescript horse. These are not as highly prized among collectors, but are considered part of the line by completists. Looking for wider sales than the historical figures were providing, Heartland paid the licensing fee for the rights to the likeness of almost three dozen cowboy stars from the many Western shows riding high in the ratings during the mid-50s to the early 60s. These were characters such as Gunsmoke's Matt Dillon, the Rifleman's Lucas McCain, and Paladin from Have Gun, Will Travel. All the figurines were finely sculpted to resemble the actual TV actors, not only did they license the likeness of the human stars, Heartland also licensed the names and likenesses of the equine stars of those shows, who were sometimes as popular as the actors who rode them. Several of the characters, such as Maverick, did not have four-legged oat-eaters as co-stars. In those cases, Heartland paired their cowboy character with a variety of generic horses. The cowboy stars came with removable hats and guns, and the horses had removable saddles. Some had special accessories, such as the rifleman's flip lever rifle, Josh Randall's mare's leg from Wanted Dead or Alive, 
and the scattergun Johnny Yuma carried in the Rebel. The attention to detail was astonishing, especially as the combined 9-inch tall horse and rider sets sold for $3.98 in toy stores. At that price and quality, the Western Stars horse and rider sets proved to be hot sellers, encouraging Heartland to bring out additional TV Western horse and rider sets every year while continuing to produce those already on the market. The list of Western Stars and their horses was eventually long and varied. These included Clayton Moore as a Lone Ranger riding Silver, Jay Silverhills as Tonto riding Scout, Roy Rogers on Trigger, Dale Evans riding Buttermilk, Gail Davis as Annie Oakley riding Target, Gunsmoke's James Arness as Matt Dillon riding Buck, the upright Richard Simmons as Sergeant Preston riding Rex from Preston of the Yukon, Restless Guns John Payne as Vint Bonner riding Scar, Dale Robertson, star of Tales of Wells Fargo, as Jim Hardy, riding Jubilee. Richard Boone as Paladin, riding Rafter, from Have Gun Will Travel. Steve McQueen as Josh Randall, astride Ringo, from Wanted Dead or Alive. Even several Native American characters were created, including Brave Eagle star Keith Larson, riding White Cloud. Chief Thunderbird, the star of numerous Western movies, was represented riding Northwind. And Broken Arrow star Michael Ansara as Cochise, riding his horse Pinto. As I said, there were also figurines of other TV cowboy stars who were assigned generic mounts as they were not associated with a celebrity horse. These included Captain Chris Colt from Colt 45 starring Wade Preston, the Rebel Johnny Yuma starring Nick Adams, the Life and Legend of Wyatt Earp star Hugh O'Brien, star Ward Bond as Major Seth Adams who led the longest wagon train in television history, Clint Walker as Cheyenne, Peter Brown as Marshal Johnny McKay from Lawman, James Garner as Maverick, Richard Carlson as Colonel Randall McKenzie, leader of McKenzie's Raiders, Eric Fleming as Rawhide's Gil Favor, but surprisingly, no Clint Eastwood as Rowdy Yates from the same show, which would probably be incredibly valuable today. Broken Arrow was the only show to have two different stars made into horse and rider sets, the aforementioned Cochise and Tom Jeffords, played by John Lupton. Rory Calhoun, as Bill Longley from The Texan, made the grade, as did the Rifleman star Chuck Connors as Lucas McCain. And finally, Robert Culp as Hobie Gilman from Trackdown. Some of the horse and rider sets had different variations. For instance, the Lone Ranger and Silver had three different poses, rearing, semi-rearing, and four hoofs on the ground. Tonto got in on both the semi-rearing and the four hoofs on the ground alternative stances. Some of the sets were re-released in later years with slight differences in color and marking. For instance, the most valuable of the Roy Rogers figurines has the letters RR on Trigger Saddle. The others do not. Who cares? Collectors do. Sales of the Western TV tie-in horse and rider sets were so strong, Heartland adapted the molds to manufacture a series of bedside lamps. However, what Heartland didn't take into account was it was not just the cowboy stars of the shows that accounted for the popularity, but also the horses they rode that made the TV Western sets doubly appealing to buyers and collectors. This differentiation was made clear when Heartland used their licensed characters to spin off a collection of 10 7-inch tall standing gunfighters released between 1958 and 1960. Without the horses, the anticipated booming success did not materialize. Most of the 10 standing gunfighter figures were also represented in the horse and rider sets. Wyatt Earp from The Life and Legend of Wyatt Earp, Jim Hardy from Tales of Wells Fargo, Vint Bonner from Restless Gun, Paladin from Have Gun Will Travel, and Maverick star James Garner. 
And while Lawman's Marshal Johnny McKay from the Horse and Rider sets was again represented, this time around, Heartland included John Russell as Marshal Dan Troop from the same show as one of the gunfighter figures. Also added into the mix were Bat Masterson star Gene Barry and Clay Hollister from Tombstone Territory, neither of which had a Horse and Rider set counterpart. In addition, Heartland issued a set of smaller standing Western heroes based on the larger gunfighter figures. These were sold in blister packs without any separate accessories. In 1963, manufacturing of all Heartland figures came to an abrupt halt when the company was purchased by Revlon Cosmetics. The change of ownership doomed several already-in-production figurines that were scheduled for release during the course of the coming year. In collector circles, these are referred to as the ones that never were. In 1976, Revlon sold hundreds of the original molds to the Stevens Manufacturing Company of Missouri. However, it was too late to save the operation, and the Heartland Plastics Company ceased operations in 1978. Skipping now to 1987, when after attending a local sports trading card show, attorney William Alley of Dallas secured the rights to produce a commemorative set of 18 of Heartland's professional sports figures in celebration of the 25th anniversary of their original release. Limited to 10,000 each, the figures were quickly snapped up by sports memorabilia enthusiasts. When William Alley disappeared under odd circumstances, the company ceased operations again. In 1992, Allie's heir and wife sold the company to businessman Bill Dunlop, a longtime aficionado of the Heartland figurines, who rechristened the company Heartland USA. Under Dunlop's guidance, Heartland USA began to develop a number of ambitious ideas. They began manufacture of several classic Heartland figures. On the strength of promising pre-sales, Dunlop sold the company back to one-time owner Stevens Manufacturing in Missouri. During the course of transferring the business assets, Stevens Manufacturing discovered the original molds for the TV Western figurines, as well as the molds for several previously unreleased figures. As plans were ramping up to take advantage of this discovery, a bizarre twist of fate occurred, leading to devastating results. In July 1993, the Great Missouri Flood began to rage. The Stevens Manufacturing factory was located on the banks of the river and was completely destroyed. Shortly thereafter, under the Heartland banner, Stevens Manufacturing sent a letter to its customers explaining the consequences of the flood and their hope to return to production very shortly. The optimistic company went so far as to say new figures were being developed for 1994. Unfortunately, Stevens closed the doors on Heartland shortly after the letter was sent. The company remained dark for several years, eventually re-emerging in 2001 as Heartland Collectibles. Between 2003 and 2006, the company manufactured several additional figures which were highly sought after by a new generation of collectors. The company is currently operating as Heartland of Ohio and has returned to its roots as it pertains to the production of collectible figurines. 2008 marked the official year of the company's reemergence in the marketplace, carrying on the tradition of the original Heartland vision. They continue to make figures, replacement pieces, and tags. They have even reverse-engineered several of their figurines to create new molds and produce new figurines in limited quantities of 200. Today, values of the original TV Western figurines vary greatly based on condition and authenticity. The most common horse and rider sets were the Lone Ranger and Silver, followed by Roy Rogers and Trigger, and then Chief Thunderbird on Pinto. As such, these are also the easiest to find on auction sites or occasionally in antique stores. 
The Roy Rogers and Trigger set in good condition with all accessories currently sells on eBay for about $100 to $150. However, prices can run as high as $275 to $350 if the set is in an original box with the original ID tag still attached. Prices can also go much higher if Trigger Saddle has the RR initials on the side as discussed earlier. Tonto is valued at about $100 to $200, more if his horse is in the semi-rearing position. A complete near-mint paladin sold recently on eBay for $130, but can go up to as high as $300. Maverick and his horse are worth about $350 to $600 in good condition. Colonel Randall McKenzie from McKenzie's Raiders is the rarest and most expensive Heartland figure, valued at about $650, although a mint example with a box recently sold for $2,500. Most complete Heartland figures average an asking price in the $100 to $250 range, but can obviously go much higher depending on a number of factors. Original boxes and tags are hard to find and can add an additional $200 or more to the asking price of a figure. The continuing demand has led to reproduction of the removable accessories, such as hats, guns, and lassos, which are very often missing. Boxes and ID tags are also reproduced for the aftermarket. Many of the Western sets have been replicated from the original molds. These are marketed as commemorative or restored heartlands. Television provided the original big boom for the horse and rider sets, but when television dropped the Western TV series, these sales died. The cowboy image had begun to lose its appeal as kids became more interested in space-themed toys and monsters and the rapidly expanding James Bond craze. The image of the Wild West cowboy, however, and memories of the golden age of the TV westerns has remained in the public consciousness. The imagination of a new generation of western fans has also been sparked as these shows are discovered anew on the many nostalgia and Western-specific cable channels and streaming services, which continue to fuel the market for TV Western collectibles. Thanks for listening to this bonus speed listen installment of the Six Gun Justice podcast. Remember to check out our website at www.sixgunjustice.com, where you will find regularly updated reviews, articles, and interviews from the best of the Western wordslingers. Prior Six Gun Justice podcast episodes, Six Gun Justice speed listen installments, and Six Gun Justice conversations are continually available on all major podcast streaming platforms. Till next time, be safe, stay healthy, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and keep an ace up your sleeve. Adios. I'm out of here. Let's ride.